Good evening, good evening everyone. Welcome back, welcome back. I'm Carol Ganwa, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers in the world. I hope you know that you have a very, very special title in this earth. That's the title of mother. That's a very important title, my friends. Jesus Christ came into this world. He's our Savior. He was born of a woman, a virgin, the Virgin Mary. That's the most important mother in the earth because she gave birth to our son, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. That tells you how much God values women, doesn't he? Mothers. Happy Mother's Day. I want to give you a Mother's Day special tonight, and I have a story. It is story time tonight, and you know what you have to do. You have to go get your hubby and wifey, get them tucked into bed, get your union union blankets, and you're together forever, pillar, pillar covers and pillows, all right? I'll give you a few minutes. So you can all get tucked into bed and ready to just enjoy the night tonight as you celebrate Mother's Day. For all the moms out there, God bless you. Please come back and I'm going to tell you a beautiful story so you can enjoy tonight. All right. See you in a bit. Welcome back, guys. Hope everybody's tucked in. Our story for today is called Diana and her dog, Alexa. Diana and her dog, Alexa. Here it goes. Diana had a dark brown cocker spaniel she bought two years ago. He was her best friend. Ever since she adopted him from the pet shelter, she took him as her companion for life. That's what he became to her. She never went anywhere without him except work and she watched her favorite TV shows with with him and she even allowed him to sit on her mat while she took her shower every day Alexa would lick Diana's hands every day when she came home from work this was as a sign to welcome her home Also, Alexa would snuggle up in her master's bed right next to her pillow after she fell asleep in her bed. Sometimes she would lay at the bottom of the bed and her master would wake up because she would feel the wet nose of Alexa touch her foot. Alexa was the most friendliest and most entertaining dog she had ever had. She was also a protector of the home. At nights, she would bark loudly to let her master know if there was someone at the door or whenever she heard any strange noises outside. She would always alert her master with a loud bark, even a tug on her skirt or shorts if she had if she was wearing that 
well it's now five years five years have gone by and diana has taken alexa to the veterinarian because she wants to discuss with him the unusual behavior alexa has developed recently she no longer licks her hands to welcome her when she walks in home from work she used to when she comes home but nowadays she barks at her and even tries to gnaw at her clothing whatever she might be wearing she recently ripped a hole in one of her skirts that she wore yesterday while she was out pulling out some weeds out of the garden she came back in and there was alexa pulling on her shorts trying to tear another hole in it diana also wants the veterinarian to explain to her the weird behavior that alexa seemed to have developed every time she gives her her meals she would puke up a brown discharge and leave it on the kitchen floor sometimes on the couch sometimes even on the mat that she does her workout on this is disgusting diana thought she could not believe it nor would she be tolerating it anymore after careful examination the veterinarian came to diana while she was waiting outside with some other friends trying to get encouragement and comfort from them about the strange behaviors that alexa has been showing the veterinarian says i can't see anything wrong nothing is showing up abnormal in her test results i have completed all her examinations and everything looks fine i have not seen anything in in her chart that shows any irregularity or anything that would give me any concern she seems pretty normal to me they all show normal reading i'm sorry please check back with me in 2 months if this situation continues diana left and since that time within 2 months nothing has changed nothing seems to be changing it only seems to be getting worse diana is now furious she consults a friend for advice but she's not satisfied she ponders what to do for a while she spent the whole night last night thinking of what she could do to figure out what has gone wrong with alexa finally she wakes up and she decides to put a plan together she had just thought about it while sleeping in her bed last night she hurriedly went to the pet store the local pet store 
and she purchased a small dark cottage. Looks like a cage for a dog. This one she's purchased for Alexa. Her plan was to buy a 24 foot long chain to go along with it. She thought this was a great plan. In her mind, this would definitely take care of the problem. Her plan is to put Alexa in this little dark cottage or cage big enough to fit Alexa in and get her in as good and as tight as possible. And then she would put her into the ocean which was about five, 50 miles away from her house. That way she could get rid of her once and for all because it didn't seem like any, any positive results was going to continue. After carefully putting her in the cage, she bound the cage with a 24 foot long chain and bolted it with a lock she had in her storage. She carried it off to the seashore where she plans to put Alexa into the sea. This wasn't easy because Alexa was very resistant. She was not catching on to her persuasions. Finally, Diana got her in when she laid some of her favorite food in a bowl right inside the cottage. This made Alexa think she was happy with her and so she got in right away. And then she drove off as soon as she got her securely into the cage. She looked with disdain at Alexa because she could not believe it. What was her once best friend, she thought to herself, has finally turned into a monster in her opinion. She went up to the seashore as far as her legs could take her. And without any remorse, Alexa laid laid there in the cage as Diana dropped her right into the ocean until the waves blew her away, completely out of her sight. Immediately, Diana left and started heading right back to her car to go home. The end. Thank you all so much for listening to this story tonight. I wonder if any of you know of someone, maybe someone in your family, maybe it's a friend of yours who has a hobby or a wifey that was taken away from them or got rid of them. As Diana got rid of Alexa. Do you know of someone like that? Maybe you are the victim in this case. As Alexa was. You have been married. To your hubby or your wifey. For maybe 5 years, 10 years, 30 years. You fell in love with them. And you thought you were going to spend your life together forever with them. They were wonderful in the beginning. They loved you. 
you dreamed of going places together and doing things together. They were kind and compassionate. You thought that you admired the man of your dreams. You thought that you admired the woman of your dreams. You meshed so well together. You went to wonderful parties together. You had fun together. You went on trips together. You did everything together. Everything was working perfectly fine. Until lo and behold, whether it's two years into the marriage, 10 years into the marriage, or even 20 or more years into the marriage, somehow your hobby has changed. They're no longer the angel or the knight in shining armor that you thought they were. They've all of a sudden, their whole attitude and behavior has changed. Like Alexa did. No longer kind and caring. Always wanting to argue. Always wanting to get into a fight. Always wanting their own way. Or maybe cheating. Or maybe they start to hurt you physically or verbally what has taken place what has happened and then you can't take it anymore and you decide to get rid of them in the form of a divorce what has taken place is you are at stage four of divorce cancer divorce cancer has taken a hold of your life It has completely taken over your heart. Your heart is no longer tender towards your hubby or your wifey. It has grown hard and cold towards them because of the behavior, the change, the behaviors that you've seen that you're not used to. Never used to see them this way. Never used to behave this way. Your heart is no longer tender towards your spouse whether it's your hubby or your wifey you are in stage four divorce cancer it has gone so terrible that you have literally gotten to the stage where you cannot put up with this person anymore and you have taken the initiative to file a divorce and get rid of them is that you today Is that someone you know? Let me remind you that when you are in stage four, divorce cancer, this is the work of the big bad lion. The big bad lion's job is to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he came to do. He came, his only purpose, his only mission is to steal, kill, and destroy your life and your one flesh marriage your one flesh marriage was a gift from the holy spirit aka jesus christ the one who brought you together as one flesh his mission the big bad lion is to steal kill and destroy your one flesh marriage and when you are in stage four divorce cancer the big bad lion has succeeded in helping you to end what you think has ended the one flesh marriage that God brought you both together as one flesh just as Diana got rid of Alexa so 
you have gotten rid of hubby or wifey in the form of a divorce. I want you to stay tuned to part two of this story so you can know that even though the big bad lion has succeeded in helping you get rid of your hubby or your wifey, the lion of Judah has his own plan as well. When the big bad lion comes to steal, kill, and destroy your one flesh marriage, the lion of Judah, the good lion, also has a plan. Would you like to learn more of this plan? Join me next week and I will continue. But in the meantime, please don't forget, you don't have to get to this point. You don't. I know it can be hard. I know it can be tough not to want to get rid of someone who's hurt you so deeply, who's hurt you so painfully. It's, it seems like a nightmare has come to you. The person who you love so much, the person who you gave your heart to, the person who you gave your body to has now turned into somewhat of a monster, somewhat of a, you can't even describe it. It's, it's so horrible. I know you can't imagine that this has actually happened in your life. This is the work of the big bad lion. The one who came to steal, kill, and destroy your one flesh marriage. But like I said, the lion of Judah, the good, good lion, has a plan because he never intends for you to get rid of hobby or wifey. When he brought you together as one flesh, he brought you together to be one flesh for life. So you don't have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless. everyone I'm back Carol Ganawa your married for life coach and I just wanted to give you a Mother's Day special I love mothers and being a mother myself I know that mothers have a lot of challenges I know I did especially as a single mother when I say single mother I mean handling my family single-handedly while my hobby and I have been separated. We've been separated for a long, long time. I know many of you who have been listening to this podcast have heard me say that before. It's not easy. It's not easy raising children by yourself. And I know there are several of you out there who might be listening, who might need this encouragement from someone who has been there, done that, like you. 
if you know of someone who needs a word of encouragement on this special Mother's Day, please tell them to listen to this podcast tonight because I want to I want you to be encouraged tonight and know that the God above, the God who created this heaven and this earth, looks down and he sees you. He sees your heart. He sees your your sacrifices. He sees the time that you're put in. He sees the kind of one flesh wifey, one flesh hobby you are. When no one else sees what you're doing, know this. The one who created the heavens, it does not go unnoticed by him. He sees you taking the extra mile to provide for your family. He sees you taking that extra mile and that extra step to make sure there's food on the table, to make sure that wife is happy, to make sure that hubby is happy. He sees the things that you do to make the, take that extra mile. Those extra mile may not be appreciated, which I know how that feels because I've been there. I've, I've been there. I know exactly how it feels. Please let me encourage you tonight. This part of the episode is called The Five Qualities of a One Flesh Mother. And I, I'm sharing this with you because I know that it's not easy being a mother, especially a one flesh mother, when hubby or wifey might be away from you, hubby or wifey might have done some very damaging or hurtful things to you. Please know that I know exactly where you're coming from. I know, I believe I have a very, very good idea of where you might be coming from. So please be encouraged tonight. If you want to know what it's like to stand even in the midst of challenging, scary, frustrating circumstances, I know what it's like, my friends. And the creator of this universe has helped me to withstand not only the wiles of the devil, not only the testings and trials of the enemy, the big bad lion, but he's also helped me through many storms, through many valleys, through many tunnels. And I don't know if you've heard this before, but Jesus, the light of the world, he has a good habit of bringing light into many dark areas of your life, bringing light into many dark situations in your life. You know what it's like when, I believe you know what it's like when you have a pain in your in your body. You want to take some kind of medications or a painkiller or whatever it is to get rid of that pain. You don't get rid of your foot. You get rid of something to help take care of that pain. In the same way, guys, when you have pain in your one flesh marriage, you don't get rid of it. You get the remedy or what you think might be a remedy to help ease and take away that pain. And that's what one flesh moms do. They 
seek the help of the one. Sorry about that. I had a phone call that was trying to come in at the same time I was recording. Anyway, I was talking about the five qualities of a one flesh mom. And this is to encourage you today to stand strong against every circumstance, every situation, unpleasant, ugly, terrible. The five qualities of a one flesh mother is this. First one is she has unshakable faith. She has unshakable faith in her children. Even her one flesh hobby or spouse. She has unshakable faith that he will come through even if even if it doesn't seem that way. She has unshakable faith in the potential that she has, not only as a mother, but also as a wife. She has unshakable faith. You can't shake her faith. She believes in her children. She has them. She believes in them regardless of what others think, regardless of what the teachers think, regardless of what her friends might think. She has unshakable faith in her children. She also has unshakable faith in her hobby. She has the unshakable faith that he will come through in spite of failings, in spite of weaknesses. Let me give you an example of my one flesh grandma. My grandma believed in me even when the world said that I didn't pass my examination. I was in Jamaica and I had taken the common entrance exam. That's the exam that you take when you're getting ready to go into high school. And the papers that come out showing that your child has passed the exam and is her, your child's name is listed under the school that she's passed the exam from. When the papers came out, my name was not included, which means that I had failed the exam. But my grandma, she had the unshakable faith in me that her granddaughter is smart enough and should be listed under the school that she had chosen for me. So with that being said, she decided to go along with other parents to the Board of Education. And when she went there, they all did a rally. They were gave their opinions at the at the gate. They were they were doing a protest, pretty much. They were doing a protest and they were speaking their mind about what they felt the papers was showing that it wasn't telling the truth, it was not giving the correct information. And guess what? Within three weeks, they republished the papers and my name was included in the list. That's the unshakable fate that I'm telling you about. That's what a one flesh mother has. She has unshakable faith in her children, their potential, their giftings, and what God has called them to be. She also has unshakable faith in her hobby. Because she believes that God who brought him together with her, did it for a reason, did it for a purpose, and that purpose will stand as long as she continues to believe that. 
as long as she continues to uphold the belief that God brought her together with her hobby for a reason and for a purpose, nothing is going to shake her faith in that belief. Second quality of a one flesh mother, her love has no expiration date. Do you know do you know of people who whose love has an expiration date? Of course we do. There are many of them. There are people who love us until we start to do things that they don't like. Things that they hate. And we we don't love them anymore. We don't feel that they deserve our love anymore. This is not the case of a one flesh mother. A one flesh mother has love that has no expiration date. Because she believes in the love of God. She believes that God's love is the greatest love that she could possibly have. And that love is what she implements. That's the love that she nurtures and develops in her life. And that's the love that she wants nurtured and developed. Not only in her hobby, but also in her children. Her love has no expiration date. She doesn't believe that when her children fail or when they mess up, that she should forget about believing in them anymore. Forget about believing that they can fulfill their potential. She doesn't. She still believes that it's just a stepping stone to greater things that are happening or that can happen for them. When her hobby messed up or slips up, she doesn't believe this is the end to the relationship. She doesn't believe that this means that he should be marked off her list. She believes that there's always hope because that love that God has given her is of a rare kind. And it is found in Romans 8.39. That's the love of God. All one flesh mummies are nurturers and developers of the love of God. That's why their love has no expiration date. Third quality of a one flesh mother, she has a forgivable spirit. A forgiving spirit. She's she's ready to forgive. She understands that She is a human being, and so are others. She understands that her children are frail and fragile. They're they're growing and and she's raising them to become the man and woman God wants them to be. She understands that if she forgives them, God the Heavenly Father will forgive her as well. She understands that when her husband messes up, she will forgive him. She has a heart of forgiveness. She's walking in a spirit of forgiveness she understands what Matthew 18 22 means because she has received she has tasted and she knows what it feels like when she has been forgiven by her creator see I know I know what it feels like I've messed up so many times guys I've messed up so many times. I am at awe. I'm still at awe at how much God loves me enough to forgive me for so many times. 
I mess up. I have ignored him sometimes in my early life as a Christian. I've ignored him. It's like I've turned my back on him sometimes. Maybe he feel he probably feels that way. But now I understand. Now I understand how much he loves me enough to put up with me with my unselfish behaviors like that. And if anybody can put up with that, oh, surely I should be able to extend that same kind of grace and forgiveness to someone else. That's what a one flesh mommy does. She has a forgivable spirit because she understands what Matthew 18, 22 says about our God. He forgave us. And that's why we shouldn't count it when we forgive others. She's not ready to throw in the towel on her relationship. She's ready to give it a second chance because she has a forgivable spirit. Next quality of a one flesh mother is our fruit bearer. She is a fruit bearer. When you plant your tomatoes or plant your little flowers in your garden and you see it grow and into the beautiful flower that you imagined it would be? Did you think thistles and thorns were going to come out of that flower that you planted? Of course not. Because you didn't plant thistles and thorns. You planted a flower seed. You planted a tomato seed. Whenever you plant, whatever you plant, that's what you're going to reap. That's what you're, what you have sown. That's what you're going to reap. Have one flesh mother is a fruit bearer. She bears fruits that are priceless. She bears fruit of long suffering, patience. You can't buy patience off of any market. You only gain patience because you bear it. When you bear patience, the fruit comes forth. The fruit of patience comes forth. A one flesh mother is a patient mother. A one flesh mother is a good mother. She has goodness in her. She bears the fruit of goodness. She bears the fruit of loving kindness. She bears these fruit because she has sown them. She nurtures them and develops them. She's turning hardy. She bears these fruits. She is a fruit bearer. That is found in Galatians 5.22. Who helps her bear these fruits? Her maker. Because she trusts in him. Because she depends on him. And she desires these fruits in her life. Because she understands that whatever she sows, she will reap. She bears patience because she's been patient with others. She reaps patience because she's been sowing patience. She reaps long-suffering. She knows what it's like to suffer even when everybody else is confused and doesn't want to put up with any of this. She bears it anyway. When people backbite, say nasty things about her, she lets it go because she understands that her maker is the one that 
is going to judge and is going to rule in her life and she will see him someday. She understands. Last one is she is a peacemaker. She doesn't go about trying to gain peace. She goes about making peace. When her hobby comes and tries tries to be very very hot with her she knows that a soft answer to him will turn the whole situation around into beautiful she understands that a soft answer turns away wrath but grievous words is just going to stir up more anger in him she understands that and that's why she's called a peacemaker she does everything in her power to make sure that peace reigns in her family. When her children come and complain and cry to her, trying to get on her last nerve or trying to make her upset, she understands that her soft, sweet, calming spirit is what will turn the whole crying mode, the whole complaining mode into a calming, peaceful, and unionized attitude and atmosphere. She understands that. She understands what it takes to bring unity among her children. She understands what it would take to break that divisive spirit, that cunning, cutting spirit. She understands. And that's why she walks in peace. She is a peacemaker. How she finds that? She understands the manual that says it in Matthew 5, 9. She's a child of God. And she wants to continue to remain one. And that's why she makes peace. Even when her hobby may slip up and cut her up, she swallows her pride. And she doesn't stay. She doesn't stay bitter or unforgiving towards him because remember she has a forgivable spirit she understands that weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning she might weep before the lord concerning the cutting remarks that her hubby has made or her wife or the wife he has made she may weep inside to her maker And she understands that sometimes it's best to be quiet about it and let the Lord handle it. Or sometimes it's best to leave the matter at the altar with the Lord Jesus Christ. She is a peacemaker because she understands that when she sows peace, she will reap it. She understands if she sows discord, she will reap discord. She understands if she sows generosity, She will reap generosity. She understands if she sows peace, it will bring peace in her life. Thank you for listening to the five qualities of a one flesh mother with me. Please let me know your thoughts. If you have anything to add to this, let me know. I do want you to remember that divorce is not your portion. You don't have to experience divorce ever again. God put you and your hobby together 
to be one flesh for life. God bless.